All right, guys. So before we drop today's daily upside, I do want to let you know about something that I have going on right now. Super excited to announce it. If you guys haven't joined the Patreon, you definitely need to do so. Every month, or it's it actually, it's been like every week, I've been giving away, you know, boxes of cards. Last week, we gave away 2019-20 Optic Mega Box. This month, we're going to be giving away Panini Black, but I also have a surprise giveaway, and that's the new Clearly Donruss. So this just came out. I really love this set. I've seen Pac-Man open the case and they just look like really dope cards. And I really like how, how Panini is you know pandering to what we're doing over here. So on this box, you'll see that it says debut edition. So this is going to be the, the debut of Clearly Donruss and it's looking like it's going to be a set that's going to stick around. So really, really rare cards in this. If you get one of the hollow mosaics, those are just like crazy rare according to Panini. And yeah, you guys got a chance to you know get this for free. All you have to do is join the Patreon. You want to join the members only tier. I have a few spots left at $8 and then we kind of go to round two at $12. And yeah, every month, guys, we're just giving away cards. We're, we're jumping in here with surprise giveaways. Who knows what we might give away next? So definitely join the community. We're coming out with videos every day. We're giving away cool stuff and we're just having fun here with sports cards. So yeah, probably going to be opening this later today. So if you haven't signed up, you still have a little time left. I'm probably going to aim for around 5 p.m. Eastern time. So definitely check it out. I'll see you guys in the Discord. Let's get into Daily Upside. What up, doe everybody? Welcome back to Daily Upside, the show where we talk about sports cards, sports cards, news, all things sports every day. Got a pretty exciting episode for you guys today, and I'm just going to jump right into it. We're going to hop in here with some NBA news. It's looking like this season is going to start <laughs> next month. That's insane, but, you know, I get it. It's a business. A lot of these guys had time off and, and outside of like the Lakers and the Heat, maybe the Nuggets, you know, a lot of teams just haven't played that much. So it definitely makes sense from a business perspective. It makes sense just from an NBA perspective. And as a fan, I got to say, I'm pretty excited about it. Feel bad, feel bad for LeBron, feel bad for the Lakers, feel bad for the Heat. But as a fan, I'm pretty excited to jump back into this. And it's like the news has just been coming every day, nonstop. We've seen there's so many rumors we're hearing rumors for like next year so as you guys probably know there's a lot of talk about the Warriors looking to do some things to pick up Giannis there's just all type of different trade scenarios and talking about you know moving uh, Andrew Wiggins and the draft picks and you know I, I think if they're going to trade Andrew Wiggins and they don't see him as a long-term fit then it makes me question like why did they even let D'Angelo Russell go you know I felt like he would have been a better trade uh, piece but yeah, I mean, these are some of the plays that they have. And I think, again, these are the kind of things we have to look at as investors because sometimes we have to start buying for the next year. Like if Giannis is going to play with Stephen Curry and, and uh, Clay Thompson, then I need to be buying Giannis cards right now. You know, I think we're, we, we got so interested and so used to the, the uh, quick uproar. You know, we were making profit, you know, month after month. You buy a card, you flip it for double by, by the time it got in the mail that, you know, we kind of, forgot that some of these plays have to be long-term. Some of these plays have to be strategic. Some of these plays have to be thought out. A lot, a lot of what we experienced last year was just the market going up. So, you know, doing some research, reading these kind of, you know, pieces of news, you know, are the, are, are the Warriors going to go for Giannis? Are they going to get Kelly Oubre? Because if they do, when they ball out, Kelly Oubre might be a guy you should be looking at. I mean, his cards are dirt cheap. He's young and he just doesn't get a lot of respect. So, you know, he has that chance to be the third scorer on their team, but he also has the chance to be like a Markeith Morris or a Marcus Morris where he could put up some points, but he's kind of a non-factor in terms of the hobby. 
So yeah, do some research on this. I've, I've been reading this article and I like what I'm hearing about Giannis. I feel like Giannis is a buy for me. I think he's just an elite talent. Like it's just undeniable. Um, I'm coming out with a list. I'm coming out with a lot of blog posts. Um, I'm getting the medium built for you guys. So I, I would say by next week, we should start seeing uh, some blog posts. That's kind of what I used to do. We're getting back to that. And you guys are going to see a lot of the plays that I have inside my head. Um, of course, that's going to be, you know, for the premium members, they're going to get that stuff first. And then, you know, I'll report it to you guys a few weeks later via the podcast. So if you haven't signed up, you guys know what to do. And other news, Bleacher Report's talking about, you know, some trade candidates. Um, these are just some players that, you know, might be gone. You know, Bradley Beal, DeMar DeRozan, nothing to be too, too excited about. Like this list of players doesn't get me going. I don't, I don't want to buy cards of any of these guys outside of maybe Bradley Beal. But seeing these star players go does make me kind of think, you know, who could be stepping up. So, for example, if Blake Griffin gets traded, like, do I want to start buying Sekou Dumboya? If Spencer Dinwiddie gets traded, does uh, Timothy Lewu Cabrera, if that's how you say his name, you know, he kind of bought out in the playoffs. You know, does he get a chance to step up? If Bradley Beal gets traded, does somebody on the Wizards get a chance to step up? So those are the kind of things that I'm looking at. Obviously, they're going to get some players in return. So it's kind of a gamble. But, you know, if Blake Griffin's on the trading block, if he's going to be gone 100%, then, then you know, some of those young Piston players look pretty interesting to me. You know, I think Sekou Dumboya might be a buy. I mean, he's, he's a little expensive, you know, for what he's produced and what he's done. But, yeah, if, if they're going to go, then, you know, if, if DeMar DeRozan's going to go, do I want to start buying Lonnie Walker? Is it finally his chance to get some play time? So again, not excited about really anybody on this list. Whoa. <laughs> but I'm excited about the potential here. So definitely look into this, see what you guys think and, and do that research. You know, what does it look like if Kevin Love gets traded? This is the worst website ever. So yeah, that's kind of that news in terms of the NBA trade scenarios. And this is kind of a uh, similar news here. This is a Bleacher Report article Breaking down, you know, five NBA teams that are going to tear it down. Again, same same thing here, same mindset. You know, if they're going to tear it down, that means these young players are going to get to play. So if if the Cavaliers, who are already rebuilding, if they trade Kevin Love, you know, do we want to go all in on Colin Saxton, Darius Garland, Kevin Porter Jr.? Like, are they just going, are they going to get an insane amount of playing time? Are, are the Cavs going for draft picks? If OKC does the same thing, do we want to go in on Shea Gildas Alexander? Is he going to be like just averaging 25 points per game, you know, what's going to happen. So, you know, definitely look at these type of articles. Um, I like Lightning Walker a lot. So if the, the Spurs get rid of DeMar DeRozan and they just go small ball, I mean, we got DeJounte Murray, Lightning Walker, that, that's going to be an interesting backcourt for me, especially defensively. And uh, I don't think Bradley Bill is going to go anywhere. But yeah, th these are the kind of things that I look at on a day-to-day -day basis to see what could be a play. You know, we don't need any of these guys to be superstars or anything of that nature. We're, we're finding value in star players and all-star players. So if you think somebody like Shea Gill just could, could really become like the face of OKC, then that's going to be enough for his cars to go up. And uh, if they're getting rid of Chris Paul, then he's obviously going to get, you know, the keys to the kingdom. So yeah, just something to look into. I'll, I'll continue to report back on these things as rumor happens. Bleacher Report also updated their mock draft. So that's also pretty important. We got Prism Draft coming up. It's, it's really exciting to see where some of these players can land. They have LaMelo Ball now going number one to the Timberwolves. You know, not sure if that's going to be a thing or not with them having D'Angelo Russell, but maybe they're just going to draft for talent and, you know, see how that goes. They got, you know, James Wiseman going to the Golden State Warriors. I would rather them trade that pick and pick up like Jackson Hayes or something, but that's just me. And, you know, Anthony Edwards and so on and so forth. You know, this is probably the most exciting player that, that we're all kind of looking forward to obviously with Luca dominating the game 
you know, we just want this guy to be good. Hopefully it's not a Darko situation, but he, he looks to have some really good talent. So, yeah, definitely get familiar with these players. You know, the next season is coming up. These are going to be the hot guys. And I, I think with this year's draft, it's going to be the players that are kind of like within like the 12, 13, 14 pick that are going to be the real values, that, that late lottery. So, you know, get familiar with them. You know, this point guard, Killian Hayes, like he might be a beast. You know, there's a lot of sleepers here. Um, and, and a lot of these players down here can actually play, you know, so definitely, definitely looking into this. I'm, I'm really excited to see where RJ Hampton goes. I'm a big RJ Hampton fan. I think that he's just an elite talent, great ball handler. He could have been a top tier pick had he had gone to college and, and did his thing. So yeah, um, look into the draft, get familiar with it because that's how you're going to make money next year. So yeah, that's it for kind of the rumors right now. I'll keep those coming. And other news and sports cards news, I was looking at Card Ladder and they had this news feed feature. If you guys haven't checked it out, definitely recommend it. Um, it kind of gives you some, some information of what's going on in the market on a day-to-day basis. So as you can see here, they made some reports on this, uh, on this Tom Brady contenders card. And, you know, according to them, this is the, the, the highest like this card has ever sold. This is a PSA 8 Tom Brady playoff contenders rookie auto population report of 81. And yesterday, it sold for $34,000 via best offer. That's like $11,000 higher than the previous um, sale, uh, which is a 43% increase. So I, I, I want to bring this up. We don't talk about a lot of football here, but a lot of people in this sport, you know, a lot of people are in this market. They're not just investors. Some of them are fans of the game, and they just want the top card of their top guy. And when you got a card that's limited, that's rare of your top guy, and there's only like one or two listed, Sometimes you just got to pay that premium. Sometimes you got to pay that extra $2,000 or $5,000. I mean, chances are, I hate to be that guy, but if you got $25,000 to blow on a card, you probably got $34,000. So, you know, when, when it comes to these rare cards, um, it's, it's very similar to art where, you know, you're like, hey, I paid 20000 for this. I'm not willing to let it go unless it's worth my while. We talk about cards like stocks, but they're not really like stock. A lot of people trade stocks at a three, four, five percent gain, ten percent gain, twenty percent gain. It's different with cards. If I'm if I'm risking twenty thousand dollars on a card, and that player becomes legendary, I I need my money back plus double to for you to get this card from me because otherwise I'll just keep it. You know what I mean? It's it's not a stock where it's just so liquid. Um, I think we're kind of used to that because we've been buying Prism and everybody can have one. But I'm telling you, when you get into contenders, when you get into Immaculate, National Treasures, like, you know, even older Prism Silvers, like these rare cards, when you get into Pokemon and Hollows, you're just not letting them go for a few thousand dollars more. You know, if the person who won this card paid $23,000 for it, he has no incentive to sell it for $25,000 or $26,000. Like you didn't, you didn't spend $20,000 to make, you know, 10%. You just didn't. You, you spent $20,000 to make 50%. So I, I think these high-end cards are just going to continue to get rare and rare. And I think the appeal for, you know, uh, the, these liquid cards are just going to go down. They're, they're still always going to have a market, but they're just not going to have that same appeal. You know, when I, when I think of a car that I want of like Kobe or LeBron, or I don't want like a Topps Chrome. I want that refractor. I want that limited card that nobody else can have. I don't want the, my neighbor to say they have the same card as me. So yeah, think about that when you guys are investing into big, big players. I know a few of you are over there sitting on 10 Luca Prism Silvers. Well, you probably should trade a few of those in and, and get something a, a little higher in to kind of hedge that bet. So, you know, big kudos to this uh, 
yeah, this 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 playoff card of Tom Brady. I mean, this is such an iconic card. Look at the auto. That, that's yeah, all time, all time great card there. And it's probably just going to keep going up. Um, so yeah, according to Carl Ladder, the same thing happened to Giannis. We see his select silver, um, BGS 9.5, all 9.5 subs. So for a record high of six thousand five hundred and ten dollars. This this one hurts. Um, I sold this card early last year. Early this year, early this year, I sold this car early this year. I, I remember selling them for like seventeen fifty. I bought them for like seven hundred, and somebody offered me seventeen fifty. Actually, actually, the first one was like thirteen something. The first guy, he was like, "Hey, I'll give you thirteen hundred for it." I'm like, "Bet!" I just, I just doubled my money on this car. I was so happy. Like, I thought I, I was like, he doesn't even know that this. I paid seven hundred for this, and then, and I had bought it like a week ago. And then I had, I had found another one for like 900, but it was like all 9.5s. And this is, this is what I was just talking about. So I bought one for 700 and then somebody posted one for like nine or 950. Now in my mind, I'm like, I don't want to overpay for this card. I just bought one for $700. And then I was like, you know what? There's not that many of these. This one's a true gem. I'm just going to pay the 950 for it. If I believe this card is going to double or triple in value, who cares if it's an extra 200 bucks or whatever the case may be. So I paid nine fifty for it, and then I hit up the same guy. I'm like, "Hey, I have another one, True Jim." And he's like, "I'll give you seventeen hundred bucks." In my mind, I just spent like fifteen hundred dollars, but I just made three thousand. I'm jumping up and down. I'm like, "I am the greatest investor of all time," and now they're going for six thousand five hundred and ten dollars. So that stings, but that's the market, you know. But I said to say is that. Sometimes you got to overpay for these rare cards, guys. I know you want to get the bottom. I know you want to be the best investor. You want to be, you want to, you want to, you want to brag about how you got a deal. Look, it's just going to hurt you in the long run when it goes up because we're talking about one of the top rookie cards of one of the top young talents in the NBA. They're getting, getting it for a deal probably won't happen. So really excited to see this card go up. I think this is a testament that these silvers and these rare cards, they're just going to keep going up higher. They're just going to keep getting rare. Because once you get one, once you, once you pay 6000 for one, you just push the value up. You just push the entire market cap up. You know, if it was going for 4000 and then it went for 6000 now everyone is at, now the new bottom is 6000 and And no one's going to sell their rare card at the bottom. So I wouldn't be surprised if the next one sold seven or eight. You know, I, I'm buying rare cards right now because of this reason. I know celebrities are going to get in this game. I know top people are going to get in this game. And look, people are making a lot of money off sports cards. So their 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 capital is going up. Their taste is getting more expensive. So I think that's something to think about. You know, we all started with a couple hundred bucks, a couple thousand bucks. Now, now we're like, all right, we 10 x Now, now, now instead of being a thousand dollar man, I'm the ten thousand dollar man. And if I learn one thing from photography, is that once companies become uh, you know, richer or once companies become more successful, they're no longer interested in the the five hundred dollar photographer. They, they have a $10,000 budget. They're going to go spend $10,000 on a photographer. So it's the same thing with sports cards. It's the same thing with anything. When your budget gets higher, you, you don't like bargain shop. You want the big boy. So if, if you're in a position to, you know, kind of buy these cards or look at these cards, I, I think I think that's a smart money. You know, I, at one point in time, I thought having 10 regular selects was the play. But now I'm like, it's 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 too easy to get one. I'm not saying those cards won't go up. I'm not saying that these cards can't go down, but I'm going to bet my money on the rare card because that's the game we're playing. It's, it's a rarity game. What else we got here? Um, speaking of high-end cards, another one ended recently, and that was the 
Select silver quartzite of Luka Doncic. This is a BGS nine, and it sold just under ten thousand. So for nine thousand three hundred and seventy nine dollars, insane, insane amount of money. Luka's quartzite silver has now surpassed like Trey Young's quartzite PSA ten. Doesn't make sense to me. I love Luka, but there's no reason that his BGS nine should be going for the same price as Trey Young's quartzite PSA ten. I think. Courtside is going to be an all-time card. I think it's going to take over for the the rookie. You know, a lot of us think that these things have already been decided. They, they're not. They haven't been decided. I think I think select courtside is going to be the rookie card that we all go back and try to get when it's all said and done. It's just super rare. And it's just extremely unlimited. You know, I was looking at this this PSA 10 and it's at 30,000. And I'm like, look, 30,000 30, for this card no longer seems like that. Like, like it doesn't seem that bad. It, it's a super rare card and it's impossible to pull. I mean, if you just to get a case of select is thousands and thousands of dollars, like $20,000. So like, why wouldn't the top card in that, in that case be worth that much money, especially with a PSA 10. So we all know these are extremely hard to grade. If the BGS nine is and granted, they have some good subs, nine, 9.5, 9.5 just a little off in the centering. So this is super close to being a, a BGS 9.5 or a PSA 10. But in my mind, it's just like, if, if you got a guy like, like, like the BGS nine selects uh, silver, quartz size silver is, is now going higher than the prison PSA 10 silver. Like, so if you got a guy and you see a select quartz size silver, it might be a good idea to pick him up, you know, especially if it's cheaper than his prison PSA 10. We've, We've got the data. We've seen these cards are going to continue to perform and continue to go high. They're just going to be right up there with, you know, national treasures. Like they're impo- they're going to be impossible to find and they're going to be impossible to get from anybody who buys one. So if you got a guy, you might want to get his select court side, whether it's a base or silver or, or, or a zebra or a tie dye, you just got to get one or, or you're not going to have one. Speaking of Trey Young, um, I think his courtside silver and his courtsides are a bargain right now, but I noticed that uh, some of his cards are starting to move up in price. You know, um, over the last month, Trey Young's up 13% for his Prism PSA 10. And I'm sure if I looked at any other Trey Young card, we can kind of see the same thing. And, and if we're looking at, you know, where it popped off at it, it actually hit $505 uh, and it started at 421. So, you know, they kind of went up, you know, somewhere near 20%. I think Trey Young's cards are going to continue to trend. I'm really interested to see what the Hawks do for the NBA draft. They just have so many, you know, opportunities to make some plays. They can bring in a superstar. They can give John Collins a max contract. They can trade their draft picks. They can trade their young core. They can go either way. Um, they have a solid team. You know, they have bench players that can score. They're young, but, you know, DeAndre Bembry can score. Kevin Herter can score. They're, they're not far away from some of the top teams in the NBA. I know that sounds crazy because their record's horrible, but trust me, once they start to develop and get that confidence and everybody comes back healthy, they're going to be a team to kind of, you know, make it make a surprise playoff appearance. And I think Trey Young's just going to be all time. I think he's the I think he's the best show in basketball. I love Luca. I love I love Luca. I love I, but in terms of young players. I think Trey Young's a better show. Like I'm, I'm literally contemplating if I should fly to Atlanta to go watch Trey Young play. That, that's how good of a player he is. Um, I don't know if you guys watch the highlights. He, he's just extremely exciting. And, and the kid can dance. And he can, not only can he dance, but he's he's young. And he has the ability to pass. He's one of the best passers in the game. It's just a combination you don't see too often. 
you know, uh, Trey Young is the is the Patrick Mahomes of, of basketball in terms of a player that can run the ball, but also pass. You know, typically when you see a great shooter, he's like an okay passer. Like Steph Curry's an okay passer. He's not an all time passer. So being able, you know, Trey Young isn't an all time shooter like Steph, but being able to have his range and his passing ability just just gives him too many options. He's too much of a threat. So. I thought it was interesting seeing these go up in price, and I wouldn't be surprised if they continue to trend. I wouldn't be surprised that these hit like 750, you know, by the time the season is about to start. So if you're if you're into Trey, I'm not saying go buy Trey Young. That's just my analysis. Um, I just wouldn't be surprised if these hit half the price of Luca. I mean, right now he's not even half the price of Luca. So I, I think that uh th- that's where we're gonna get to. Trey Young should at least be half the price of Luca. At least. I, I mean, I think he should be right next to Luca, but at least half the price of Luca. Uh, before we end this, I do want to talk about NBA Top Shot. A lot of you really like the episode that I did. You like Top Shot. I got a lot of DMs about it. The Discord is like going crazy about Top Shot. There, there's like one guy in the Discord who's just like, he's very passionate about it. He's just giving out all kind of insight, all kind of information. And a lot of things that he's saying, they, they kind of resonate with my thoughts. And, and that's why I'm kind of bullish on it. But yeah, they're dropping a premium pack tomorrow. Uh, you know, this is where you're going to get the rare limited cards. And yeah, they're going to come at $24 per pack. There's 3,411 packs. And look, guys, these packs, they go fast. Like, it's not like you can just jump in and buy a pack. You got to be there at 5 p.m., you know, or or 8 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You're going to get one gold moment per pack. These are serial numbered to 299. And then you're going to get five base cards that are just like kind of common. And there's like a max supply of those. So yeah, if you want to try it out, now may be the time. Um, You might want to like create an account early on because again they go really really fast so yeah new packs coming out tomorrow definitely check it out if you got any questions hit me up on instagram or you know jump into discord and let me know as always i also want to give a shout out to everybody in the patreon i promise you guys a lot more content is coming i've been trying to figure out this streaming setup i finally just went ahead and went all out and 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 stopped trying to do it in a low budget way i talked to you guys about buying cards and sometimes you got to overpay and you know I had to take that same advice when it came to you know my setup so I went and got a camera yesterday we're going to start streaming uh, we're going to actually stream the, the the clearly Donruss box that I showed you guys so again if you haven't signed up for the Patreon definitely do so the eight and twelve dollar tier is the only way that you can be eligible to win these boxes every month or every week it's been I've been buying boxes and just giving, giving them away. So if you haven't signed up, if you want to win the boxes, that's the only way to do so. And then on top of that, you get access to the Discord. You're going to get all my articles that I plan to come out with. And you just get a lot of information from everybody who's a part of the community. So if you haven't signed up, definitely do so. Uh, the holiday times are coming. And we're about to double down, guys. It's about to get crazy over here between Top Shot, between giving these boxes away, between the NBA season coming back, all of my analysis. It's it's about that time to just to just go crazy and go all in on sports cards. So if you haven't jumped in and you like listening to these podcasts, you might want to put a few dollars in. And uh, I know it's expensive, but I got some low budget stuff coming for you guys as well. If you got 50, 100 bucks, there's still ways to make money. And that's the kind of content we're going to be dropping soon. So, yeah, if you haven't signed up for the Patreon, definitely do so. Go ahead, like, subscribe, all that good stuff. You guys' support means the world to me. I'll catch you guys in the next one. Happy investing.